Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, also known as Naylor Taliaferro, and I'm here in Chant's Daily Hustle with none other than Chant himself. How's it going? Good, good. What's uh? Well, you know, I thought we were going to get some snow, but we just got a bunch of a bunch of rain. Oh. It looked like. I mean, how, how do you feel about that global warming going? Oh on? man, <laughs> we need some snow. Oh man, when I on the way driving down here, I don't know how far away it was, but it wasn't too far away. Um, one of the towns there was a whole bunch of people holding signs on the side of the street, like in like a like on the sidewalk in a field, and they were all holding signs about like stop global warming. Really? I thought it was very ironic because it was raining and it's supposed to be snowing. Yeah. You told me it was supposed to get yeah. you know, maybe an inch or two of snow, and it's just raining. Right. But it was like cold because it was like freezing like on my windshield, and I had to turn the defroster on. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, driving from the airport, you know, you get hot real quick. So I had it all turned down. And then I get get closer to here, and it's raining. And yeah. Like, it's raining ice, I guess. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh gosh. And I'm like freaking out about the roads, but the roads are like pink. Is that like pre-treatment or something? No, it's, I think it's rock. Like oh. it's, it's tar. They put those little rocks on there. Okay. So they, I think they pour the tar on and then they put that rock. Oh, and the, and is that supposed to just help with traction or something? Or traction that's just some totally or, yeah, or irrelevant to keep, thing? Keep it from to, cracks yep, and potholes? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that it had to do with, you know, potentially not freezing and no. slipping because I was like freaking out there. I got a little SUV rental in hopes that, you know, if, if it gets a little treacherous, I got my all wheel drive and hopefully right. I'll be okay. Instead of some little like, you know, tiny little Ford Focus, you know, or something zipping yeah. around. <laughs> slide in a ditch somewhere um but yeah so yeah. i i thought that was really ironic that there was a whole bunch you never seen those well you probably didn't go to that random town but i have no reason <laughs> to go there but uh oh, yeah there's a lot going on here in minnesota oh uh, yeah uh, i'm gonna be seeing uh, going over up to uh see uh brian ring tomorrow and there's a whole lot of stuff that happened over by him you know yeah, that's yeah. Like a whole epicenter of like craziness that happened in Mm -hmm. our our country up there with the whole black lives matter movement pretty much started there i'm guessing yeah riots and and, uh, all the burning yeah yeah so that's that's rough stuff there but it's a part of our history now so Mm -hmm. um so you you go from global warming to that it's gonna be a, a big extreme for me so yeah. But anyway, I remember um, I wanted to just really get caught up. You know, we I was out here. I'm out here making a snow snow pros video, kind of like a spinoff of get to know the pro, just going over some different setups yeah. uh, like I was doing with Brian's law maintenance, who, you know, he's got like a good like kind of like the ideal solo setup. Right. And you've got a totally different setup, you know, crews and different types of equipment, you know, trucks with plows, yeah. uh, skid loaders, all kinds of stuff. And then Brian Ring has a similar type mm-hmm. of thing too but he's got even bigger stuff yeah. like a like a tractor and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff so i want to get a couple different perspectives and just kind of give that content selfishly one for myself i was really hoping to plow some snow no. and it, you know it just doesn't just not working out for me it's like you know this virginian you know just is not can't get any snow to no. plow i'm watching one of the local guys a big company in my area kind of like a Brian Ring or, uh, you know, Zingvonks, a landscaping company in my area that we follow each other and on, on social media and we're friends and we get together sometimes and he keeps posting. So he's got posts his plows that are ready yeah. and he's like driving on the highway, where's the snow? And, you know, he, they're all just like itching because we're supposed to get something yeah. 
tomorrow, uh, Sunday night into Monday. I, okay. I don't know. I might get a couple of inches when they right. say something, you know, we're all like just hoping for something. So, but yeah, uh, I, oh, yeah. I just, I just can't get, get involved. I mean, but you, at least you had a ton of snow on the ground. Yes. Tons of snow out there, different than Michigan. They barely had any snow. We had to go searching okay. for a pile of dirty snow, you know, <laughs> Michigan. but then after I left, it snowed like crazy. I was yeah. like, really? And he's out there. I see him on Instagram plowing and he comes out a YouTube video. I'm like, I was trying to make a video with plowing snow, man. So the timing of it all, I guess, hasn't, hasn't worked out, but, yeah. um, but at any rate, that's, that's why I'm out here. And I obviously want to have the opportunity to catch up on the podcast. And, you know, I think the last time I was here was about 2018, I think yeah. and I was doing the get to know the pro series. And if you guys want to check that out, if you haven't seen any of those episodes, and especially if you haven't seen chance, you can kind of visualize some of the stuff we'll be talking about on this podcast episode and, and, the progression of everything and, and his basically his life story because we're not going to go all into that here but go on my youtube channel at lcr and check out the playlist get to know the pro and, and you'll find sean in there and there's one for brian there's uh, brian's and a different one but a whole bunch of folks are, right. are, are all in there for the backstory so go ahead and check that out but i remember when i was here then this where we're sitting now was a laundromat yeah. Right. It's called wishy washy, wishy washy. I saw the sign. You retired the sign up there in, yeah. in your storage. Um, and now it's totally different. You like gutted this all out and now it's, it's basically the daily hustle headquarters. It's like your retail mm-hmm. space, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you, can you tell, tell me and us about that progression? Like how that all happen? Well, um, we started how this came to be this building. It used to be a laundromat. Um, we started YouTube 2014, mm-hmm. or I did, and we... A lot of we, people yeah, did around... Yeah, yeah. I think that two, four, 2014... Yeah, and, 13, 14 were the magic numbers. And next thing you know, we had we had a following, you know, and people wanted merch, right? And I'd sub the merch out and get it made, but it wasn't... The quality wasn't there, and then... um. Oh, so you were trying to get your merch made from yeah. thir- other companies, other third parties. Yeah. yeah, other companies. And yeah. it wasn't the way I liked it or it wasn't quick enough. Right. And so I bought myself an embroidery machine four years ago. Just uh, I, I Yeah, got, I, I remember yeah. when I was here, you had that one or you had a couple. Yep, I, I had one. You had one, I had just one. one. Yep. That you were making my hat. Yes, my hat. <laughs> just that one. <laughs> and so I just bought it and learned it. YouTubed it and figured out how to run an embroidery machine and I was making hats and not only for merch and stuff, but then it turned into a business. Yeah. And then next thing you know, um, this local lady in Jackson knew that I was doing embroidery. The She did embroidery too, mm-hmm. screen printing. Okay. And she owned a business in downtown and she says she was getting out of it. Um, she called me up. She says, John, you want to buy our business? How did she even, I guess it's a small town, right? Yeah, small town. <laughs> she, she, you know, know they you use, uh, probably watch us on YouTube or social media, mm-hmm. found us. And next thing you know, um, we made it work. We bought it. And I said, this is my chance to have have that in-house and yeah. have another business. Right. So, yeah, we bought that. And next thing you know, we outgrew the downtown area. Um, and then I was looking for a space to build or mm-hmm. buy to expand our um, the daily hustle brand right and either it was too much for us or we it just we couldn't find anything around to buy right and um, i said hey let's close down the liner mat because i don't really don't like liner mat 
to be honest. <laughs> I don't like yeah. that business, but it was a business where we started. Yeah. Just and, to, and it pretty much paid for yes, for the for the it place. Paid right? for, yeah. It paid for the building. It took care of everything. Yeah. We didn't we didn't pull any money out of it. It just went back into the laundromat business. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. There was and next thing you know, I said, Hey, I know exactly how much potential the this um, embroidery shop or screen printing shop will go. Mm-hmm. So we just shut down, sold everything for the laundromat, and here also oh, you were able to sell it though. Yes, we sold the, all the equipment. Okay, to someone local. Um, no, uh, actually, a guy who used to main, maintain or th- did the maintenance on the machines. He's from South Dakota, somewhere oh. in South Dakota, and every time I'd get a machine that was broken down he'd come and I'd call him up he'd come fix it mm-hmm. I said you know I know a guy who fixes machines and he wants parts and stuff so I just called right. him up and next yeah. thing you know we sat down and said how much you want for it I go if you take it all we can set for that price yeah he says I'll take it all so it, it worked wow. good for both of us because I didn't have to take everything out he came and took I was going to say, how'd you, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you get yeah. all these washing machines? You just load them up on yep, a trailer just load or something? Them up. Or? Yeah, two guys, three guys came. I think three guys came and yeah, they just had a dolly and stuff and just started going. Wow. Well, they have a big flatbed or a yeah, box a truck trailer. or what? A trailer. Big trailer. Like yeah. an 18-wheeler type yeah. thing? Yeah, it was huge. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's going back to South Dakota with all just that? Just one load, yeah. Yeah, so wow. he was, uh, well, I mean, South mm-hmm. Dakota, it's probably a little bit of a trip. So. Yeah, a couple hours there. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so he just, wow. So that so that worked out then, mm-hmm. and then you were just had this big empty space. Yes, and you were like, now what? So then, so then we took that money that we got from there, put it right back into this uh, renovation. Renovation, yeah. yeah. It it never had AC in here, and um, that's one of the most important thing we did was we spent money on the AC and just revamping. Brought a contractor in here and just got everything all it. tightened up. Yeah, yeah. Nice uh, up to code and everything. Mm-hmm. Get lighting. Yep, lighting. Yep. Oh yeah. I still can't believe this was that laundromat. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, what a transition. Mm-hmm. We, Ho- hopefully, you have before and after pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I we, know you document everything. So we just didn't. The thing is that we had no plan or nothing, right? We yeah. knew. I knew that we had to just get it done. And once we start moving, we we just figured stuff out. Yeah. So, and uh, so you you know this is all daily hustle stuff, but yeah. you also. A lot of guys and girls contact you like for their own like yes. company stuff, right? Like, yep. hey, I need a bunch of work shirts for my guys, yes. and my, you know, my crew or whatever, hats and all that. And you, you, you make that also, yes. right? Yes. Yep. We do all that. We do embroidery, screen printing. And then like um, a lot of our clients or customers is um, lawn care and landscaping. Right. Contractors. Yeah. And so, so it's very easy, find, yeah, you know, easy process. They're like, Chan, yeah. hey, we know Chan and he does this and, you know, they send the work this way and it's a very easy process ordering we we've got systems in now that you know can yeah. order well like you said you know it, it's hard to find a good reliable right company to do that stuff and and also in a timely way yeah you know you witnessed that firsthand so you kind of like that the traditional or the classic entrepreneurial experience you scratched your own itch you're yeah. like this is annoying so i'm gonna just do it myself yeah. and then it turns into a business yes and now you like are solving everyone else's problem yes. they probably because I, I could never find anyone to embroider hats either like the place that i yeah. 
the printer that does all the screen printing for anything, you know, shirts, whatever, or, you know, mm-hmm. wraps my trailer, yeah. or anyone's trucks and trailers, all that kind of stuff. They do all that. They even, and they tint windows. That's where they started was tinting windows for like cars and stuff mm-hmm. and, and, and windows and buildings. And then they just started doing the whole screen printing. I don't know how those two married together, right. but that was their origin story, they said. And they just blew up and now they have two locations and all that. But the one thing they stopped doing or, or they never did, but they had like a, someone there was someone in the area that that they could refer to for embroidery and i guess that person just either wasn't reliable or 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 closed up shop or or one of those things or or both and so they they have no one because i asked them about embroidery and like yeah and they kind of told me whatever version of that story Mm -hmm. and i was like great so i just couldn't find anyone to get like a nice embroidered hat because you know you can screen print shirts and whatever else till you're blue in the face and they last okay but you know, a hat is a totally different thing. You want to yeah. really embroider a mm-hmm. hat because the thing is just going to last forever. The hat's going to yeah. wear out before the embroidery, you know what yeah. I mean? It's going to be all dirty and faded before it starts falling apart and thread starts coming out if you do a mm-hmm. good quality job. So right. that seems to be hard to find unless you just order it in like yeah. some big website. Yeah, and you got to wait forever and, they, and, and pay all the shipping unless you get a massive quantity. Right. So. And they don't. The, the, the thing is that we want to make sure our clients get what they want not just upload something on a computer and hope you get a good product <laughs> right yeah you know you, yeah. you never go on those websites that's yeah. all it is you just design it looks great on the picture yeah. and then, but and then you it don't comes know. and you're like what is this but here what we do is we make sure when it leaves here it's is it what we want yeah you know right so that, that's good yeah that's because it's like, um, it's kind of like the philosophy of when you're mowing lawns and like people try to make slogans like that, or they put that in their website or the marketing, like we treat your lawn like our own, you know, yeah. like something like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you're treating all this, you know, embroidery and, and screen printing, like it was what you wanted, yep. you know, to wear or to whatever, you know, like, so you're going to make sure that's good quality. And you've made a bunch of hats for me, you know, various things, LCR media logo and rookie for yeah. life and all that. And it's always come out great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no wonder why. And I was like basically one of the first people to, yeah. I feel like, to do that with your one embroidery oh, machine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden just blew up, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah. you can, you can, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I'm sure I can't take any of that credit, but uh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, that's but, awesome. But yeah, so. Mm-hmm. So what, what is the ultimate plan for this? So, and, and so this is an actual retail, retail. space. So, so do people come in here? Yes. Like people. local people can come in here now and get yeah. like, you know, whether it's like a local, like yep. maybe their, their kids, you know, yep. softball team Sports. or any, any random thing, some funny yeah. thing they want to come up with for a shirt or something. They can just <laughs> basically, you're like my local printer now. Yes. It seems like. Yeah. So we, same we have our doors open Monday through Friday, you know, um, I think it's nine to 5 PM and, um, yeah, people just walk in and. Like Come literally, like my literally, like my printer, like that. Yeah. that that's what it is. I mean, they don't have near this mm-hmm. amazing setup and display. They've got a few things here and there, yeah. and then they've got a bunch of books, like a whole yeah. bunch of catalogs out for anything and everything that you can mm-hmm. order. So I always have the newest catalog, yeah. and I'll just go through it at home and find what I want or whatever, and you know, circle and highlight yeah. things and go and be like, all right, how much is this? If there's not mm-hmm. a price, sometimes it says like you know, yeah. call for pricing because you have to order it in bulk and something. Yeah. You can order one at a time. They got the price there, but this is a great setup here because you can actually see this stuff yes. and even try some stuff on like one sweatshirt versus another sweatshirt. Yep. It might fit different and mm-hmm. look different. Ones might be boxier than the other ones yeah. more fitted, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's, that's awesome. I, I didn't really actually think about that this whole time. I'm like, how, mm-hmm. how is like, is there that many lawn and landscape people like, yeah. you know, contacting you, which mm-hmm. obviously that is, but also you have a lot of we local have people just yeah. coming in. Yeah. Yep. So we want to make sure that anybody can, 
we are able to pr- provide anywhere, local or online. And so that's what we wanted to make sure is this is uh, it. We created so it's our brand, but in, at the same time, we wanted to make it feel like when the customers come in, they feel like they're shopping in a nice, like it helps the sell. Too. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and so, so you you have people coming in all the time. Yeah, doing, doing they come. That, right? Yep, they come, and you know they'll pick out a shirt, and we have designs up on the wall. Um, you know. Oh, some gotcha. sports yeah. or whatever yeah. up there. Yeah, give people some ideas. Yep, give ideas and say, okay, this is what I want. And we print. If we can print one shirt right away on um, vinyl, we'll do it. We'll sell it. Nice. What? So what? What, what do you? where do you uh, see this going? Do you have yeah. any, any future goals? We're Right now, we're going to bring the screen printing in-house. Right now. Um, what, all, what, what was it? Ours is, uh, we do, right now, we outsource the um, screen printing. Okay. On shirts, okay. we we do the vinyl. Vinyl you can do on shirts mm-hmm. too, but we do the vinyl and heat press and stuff here. Mm-hmm. And so we outsource the uh, screen printing. Um, the screen printing is that where where you use the the colors? Yep, the color and yeah. you you know you burn yeah. the screen and all that. Gotcha. Well, that's more expensive, I think. Right, yes. and you have to and like the my my guys are like you need to order a certain amount of this because for us to load up the yes. machine with your colors it's not, design, yeah. it's not worth it worth unless it. we do mm-hmm. X amount. Yep. Where the other thing, the screen printing, they can just do whatever, but it's not as high quality. I no, guess, screen or? printing is high. I, I mean the vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah. The vinyl. The vinyl's not as high. Vinyl. That's the cheaper version, I well, guess. And the vinyl. The vinyl does last as good as the uh, screen printing. screen printing if it's washed right. Oh, gotcha. and it's just the we use vinyl for one reason: it's fast because <laughs> right. people can come in and they want one shirt. We can yeah. produce it right. right. Gotcha. But so, if they want bulk and then yeah, just then get screen printing. Yep, we'll do screen printing. We'll punch it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so you've been outsourcing the screen printing part mm-hmm. but you're going to bring that in-house yes we're bringing in-house that's where we're revamping my office and what does that, that require so you need not only the yeah, space got, but you need the equipment, equipment too yep. right because i remember we, those like big yeah big we got a four machine. we got a four shirt press with the six color head coming and the dryer and wash out all the stuff that you need you know mm-hmm. so that's coming and what what else? So, that's so that's just so, so that you can offer everything. Yeah, like so we offer. Shop. Yep, one stop shop. We can not only screen print shirts, but then we can screen print custom boxes for companies. You know, we can do custom bags for companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like retail bags, where you know, um, you got your logo on the bag to right. get to customers, right? Whatever, right? Right. It opens up the doors for more opportunity. Eventually, we will have our own. Um, We'll be doing stickers and all that all in-house for everybody. Nice. So you call up, hey, I need Nailer or Rookie for Life stickers. Yeah. Well, how many do you need? 50? We can punch it out. Boom. Nice. We're going to do all that in-house here. So right now you can't do that or you're not We doing do that. that, but we outsource right. a lot of that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. We gotcha. can. It's hard to say no, but we'll figure a way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah this is eventually going to be the future of it. It's going to be the Daily Hustle brand, but everything is embroidery screen printing mm-hmm. and we want to build up on this location so yeah. all the production and retails down here customer service is upstairs yeah gotcha upstairs yeah there's an upstairs no there will be oh wow you're gonna build it upstairs that's that's the nice. goal that's the next step yeah and then you got your warehouse and the making over yeah. here on the side because you empty yeah. i still can't believe that was really good seeing your new place to come back over here because 
it looks like totally different. Like this is the, when I was here before yet, it looked bigger because you had so yeah. many things packed in there. Mm-hmm. And now I can't imagine everything you have over in yeah. the other location yeah. that fit in here anymore. So that's why I remember you were, when I was here, you were looking at something across the street. Yep. And, yep. We rented that for a little bit. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then eventually you found that one-stop yeah. shop now over there. So now this is just kind of up for grabs. Yeah. You use it for warehouse Girls. space, maybe mm-hmm. for your, for, for the hustle brand and, and retail space and stuff. Cause it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's great. And that was originally why you even got this, right? Yes. That this was whole the, thing yeah, was for that one. 25 by 30 shed or yeah, whatever. That, that, that's, that's now all empty. I wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but look at how far you've I, come, you know? Right. So now you can expand back into it mm-hmm. and grow back into it. It's like, it's, it's like you've come full circle through yeah. all that, you know, no more, no more yeah. laundromat or anything like yeah. that. That's laundromat was just a stepping stone. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's that, that's exactly what I meant. Like you mm-hmm. wanted to get that one storage, that one place for storage. That was really the stepping mm-hmm. stone opened up doors for everything. Yeah. So seeing it empty now is really like, is, I didn't mean that sarcastically. I mean, seeing it empty now, it's like, wow, like, mm-hmm. look at how far we've come. Right. Like, it's not like it's empty for a bad reason. It's right. empty because we outgrew it. Yeah. And now it's empty mm-hmm. because we're trying to reorganize things yep. and see what's going to be the best thing to put in there now. Yeah. It's not going to be. Now there's another opportunity. That's right. just opportunity to do something with that. Right. Mm-hmm. You can store all that firewood in there. Yeah. That you got. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What, you know, um, oh. as over the years, you've had so many different type of hustles, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, different little side hustles and some, some have been bigger than others. And uh, I remember one point you had a lot of things going, you had like a bait shop yep. and all these things. And then you were like, all right, I'm going to kind of dial that back a little bit, you know, and kind of regain some of my time. And, mm-hmm. and then I see you with the firewood again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's just too hard to say no, no right? No. What, what, what's going on with the firewood? I saw the big log splitter yeah. and piles of firewood and you have it all yeah. shrink wrapped and all that. Yeah. Firewood, firewood, uh, my son's, it's just a uh, more of my son sharing that one-on-one time together. Oh, that's awesome. Because the thing is that I'm getting old and my son's getting old <laughs> and I'm losing that time to spend with them. And yeah. I, I started to realize that. And then I said, Hey, firewood business, you know, we can do together. Yeah. You can split the wood. Yeah. We split the wood, you know, we pick up the wood and give the boy some knowledge, you know, or he'll teach me something and I teach him something and we remember those things. Right. But then as, as any entrepreneur, you take it to another <laughs> level. That's the exactly. that's, that's the issue, right? Right. And so now you're like, wait a minute, I think yeah. I got something here. <laughs> right. So we start out. Oh, we'll do this. We'll keep it small, right? Next thing you know, it's yeah, it's now we're bringing in logs from all over the county here. Oh wow! And so it we're started with up. your tree guy. That, that yeah. was so you like yep. a, a subcontractor. Like yeah. that's something that you guys yep. don't do. If people need mm-hmm. big trees taken out or whatever, you, yeah. you can refer them to yep. somebody. And now he's then he randomly was yeah. like, "How'd that happen?" Like, so, "Hey, can you take then, my tree?" Yeah, he goes. He goes. I know. I heard you want some logs. I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, we got them all cut down already. If you want to come and we'll stack it into your trailer, and you know, it'll help us not to have to go dump it and." You know, yeah, and I just bring it back to our shop, and you'd split and that we have, wood. We'll split that wood, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then it, and then then you realize, you know, I could probably we could probably make some profit off yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. And then how did that evolve into people all over the, all over the county? Like, hey, this guy's <laughs> so, this guy's so, taking trees. <laughs> so, so now we just you know we've gotten to the point. It's just what we've done this for like three months, I think. That's and, it. Wow. Yeah, and then. Now we've got firewood and we sold a few loads and 
we've sold some firewood here at the shop. We've got a couple of, or we have the stand here, self-serve. And, um, you know, it's extra money. It's, it's just, even though the, it's might be six bucks a bundle, mm-hmm. that wood is free, but at the same time, it's, you know, the, the product is free. You right. just have to put your labor into it. Right. Well, I think it's good, you know, since I didn't realize, I didn't catch all that, I guess, on social media, um, you know, that, that your kids are involved with it. So I think yeah. that's, I mean, I don't know what, what you do with that money, but it'd be, it's kind of cool it's if they're a part of that too. Like, it's like mm-hmm. almost like their little business, their yes. way to kind of make some money and, you know, yep. six bucks to them is like, a is, is a lot, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot in general when you think about, you know, the, 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 expenses and yeah. all that kind of percentage wise but you know six bucks you might think oh that's just six bucks but for for them it's like mm-hmm. wow i made six bucks off of spending yeah. all this wood yeah. you know and so just... the goal is to have my son get excited about sales right i'm not worried about his expense knowledge yet okay i want him to experience the sale of his first sale and his first customer once you give that to a kid He's the the mind will shift. Mm-hmm. That excitement is there. We can figure out expenses at income or expenses later. You want yeah. them to have that feeling of wow. There's somebody that wants my product. Right. Get that spark. Yeah, get that spark. Because if you can't spark a kid when they're little, then there's no excitement. Yeah. And so you got to get that excitement of the kid going, and then you know, then the business comes. Yeah. So. Where where did you get your spark? Did it just yeah? Just... Well, I mean, my spark came from my mentor uh, Roger Kaler. I you know I've talked about it in mm-hmm. a couple podcasts. There, you know, he let me do. He literally showed me the ropes of business, mm. and um, he took me to the entrepreneur convention. You know, he showed me or had me meet with other successful people, and you do those things, and then you get it. You get creative. And then pretty soon I started my own lawn care landscaping or lawn care at that time. And the only thing I had to do is buy more and go knock on the door. Right. Okay. Out of 20, 30 people that we knocked on doors, got one person. And that's all I need was one person to say, hey, you can take care of my account for every week for 30 bucks. Right. That's it. And so once you get one sale, you know you can get more, even though you get rejected 30 times. Right. You you knock on thirty more doors, you might get two accounts now. <laughs> right. So what? Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, that that's uh kind of leads me into the next thing I was gonna ask or was wanting to get to this whole daily hustle, like the the mm-hmm. that that whole concept. Like I wanted to kind of dig in a little bit, like where that all came from, when that started, where it came from, and where you see it going from okay. there. But first, I want to take a quick break. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. 
That's theramprack.com. And of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Hey guys, it's Naylor. Has there ever been a guest that you were listening to on a podcast that you wanted to ask a question that just wasn't asked? Well, now's your opportunity. Send me an email at lawncarerookie at gmail.com. Tell me who you want me to interview, what question you want to ask them. And for that matter, if there's any questions you have for me that you want me to answer, and I may give you a call and answer the questions live on the air. And now the LCR Media Podcast continues. All right, we're back with Chant's Daily Hustle, and we're about to kind of dig in a little bit with where where did this Daily Hustle come from? Like, that's that's synonymous to you now. Everyone right. knows Chant's Daily Hustle. It's all about the hustle. And uh, where, how, when did that start and how? And kind of like, where is that all going? Right. So 2014, when I started the YouTube, mm-hmm. right, um, it was just uh, my name, Chant Vising Vongsa, mm-hmm. on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And I just wanted to share what I did because... But at that time, it was just landscaping and yeah, lawn care, right? There was no care. like there was nothing merchandise, branding, oh. or anything like that. Mm-mm. So, 2014 is when I started to put out content, and people just didn't understand my name or didn't <laughs> didn't couldn't pronounce my name or anything, right. you know, on the channel. Then, right? They're like, well, "What's this channel about?" Right? Yeah. And so I said, "Okay, I got to change my name," and I knew that since I was going to share all like my business, my life and everything. Mm-hmm. I said, and you I'm had just, multiple yeah. businesses at that time. Yeah. And then I said, okay, I'm going to name it Chance Daily Hustle. And next thing you know, it went from lawn care, landscaping, phone repair, laundromat, ice, um, photography, or photography yeah. the, um, fish yeah, bait, shop. bait shop. Yeah. And it just, it just kept uh, obviously evolving. social media that yep. become part has become part of the business too YouTube mm-hmm. and all that and different yeah. brand deals or affiliates things mm-hmm. like that I, I just couldn't sit still you yeah know, ever since um I, I struggled with drugs and alcohol in 2004 and when I quit drinking and um using I I had so much time to you know put myself just find another um thing to do. Yeah, I couldn't put put your energy yeah, into something constructive. Something constructive. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did in um, 2004. Or so, and next thing you know, we built our landscaping company in 2000 or lawn care in 2009, and I put out content in 2014. So in between that time, I got bored because th- at that time I didn't share nothing. 2009 to 2014, I I get stagnant for some reason when I'm not sharing, I get bored. And then I don't care how much money I have. If if the business is successful, I still get bored. And so I was about to close down the lawn care and landscaping just because I got bored of it from 2009 to 2014. Right. Next thing you know, I find social media, YouTube. I start watching YouTube and then I see Keith Kelfis, the first <laughs> yeah. guy that, you know, when you search landscaping, <laughs> yeah. who pops up, it's Keith. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got into YouTube. And I said, man, these guys are sharing their life and their business. This is awesome. I go, I need to do that. So that's when I just got on the run of social media, YouTube and all that. And the brand grew, literally grew from that. 
two years of vlogging nonstop every day for two years. Um, we had like 50 views on YouTube, but it didn't <laughs> when you matter first started. Yeah, when I first yeah. started, but I, I didn't care because I wanted to document and share my, my, um, your journey, journey and mm-hmm. life. And so, yeah, for two years, it was, was, couldn't even break a hundred views, but I still did it. And then next thing you know, after that second year, something happened, it just popped and it went. So, yeah. And where, where did like, where did the Daily Hustle logo and everything come from? Daily Hustle logo came, I, I just sat down and I just created it on my phone, literally on my phone. And I said, this is it. You know, this is going to be it. And now it's everywhere. You know, yeah. Our trucks are here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, definitely branding for sure. I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just one of those things, I guess, when, 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 you know, when you know it's it, it's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> when it clicks, it clicks. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that, that is awesome for sure. So where, where do you, do you have any kind of big visions or dreams for, you know, I know we talked about like the merchandise aspect of it and, you yeah. know, the retail space, but just like the brand and the, the hustle all and all in like as a whole you know maybe even you and and what you your passions with landscaping and 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 all that like yeah do you have any 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 other things that you want to achieve or focus on oh yeah man i just want to my main goal is just to help others in the industry or not um to know that if you really really look hard enough there's opportunities everywhere it doesn't matter if you have to start scrubbing the floor somewhere or washing dishes you build from that because there's everywhere you look there's opportunity you just have to take it and turn that opportunity into something bigger yeah and i never be too proud of where you start and i i one day i want to go I hope one day I want to go speak, speak, write books, like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, and um, to share, share what we, we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just to be motivational yeah, more, and, and just, put that positive spin on things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that need that extra boost, you know, yeah. or like yourself, you had a mentor, like whether that mentor is in person or it's, you know, what your favorite person, right. on you, uh, someone on YouTube or social media, I mean, it's, it can still have the same impact, you yeah. know, because- because mm-hmm. I think, I think that the more if if people didn't share and connect with each other, everything would be secret, and nobody. It'd be hard to be successful. It'd be hard to um, learn something that you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so now with the internet and everything that the connections and the community we have, we can learn things. Eat, you learn quicker and. Yeah. There's people out there you can reach out to to learn whatever you want to learn. Yeah, well, what, what do you? There's a lot of people out there. I don't know about a lot, but there's people out there that would say, "Oh, well, it's just survival of the fittest," and no one showed me anything, and all that kind of like what? No. What, what, what do you think about that? Attitude? That's to me, that does not help anybody. You know, it's just hoarding the information, and when you hoard information, it's just you're thinking about yourself. And I think even in this small town community, if a, another kid that came up lawn care, I wouldn't hate on that little kid. I'd say, okay, you, you need anything? Let me know. You need questions? You know, I wouldn't be afraid 
to share what I've learned to that kid mm -hmm. just because he's in my own town. Right. And I've, I've seen people think like that and it doesn't, there's plenty of work. You just right. have to be the right. best at it. Yeah. You have to do, be different, you know? Right. And that's the knowledge. The knowledge should be shared and, you know, well, I, yeah, I, I think one, one philosophy I have is, is I think people that, that have that opinion, um, Yes, one, it's selfish thinking, mm -hmm. right? Selfish mindset. But I, I just feel like they think that that that's the way that they are going to grow or or mm -hmm. not not fail by not sharing. But ultimately, the more you share, the more you help others grow, which helps you grow. Yes. The whole rising tide raises right. all ships that mm -hmm. uh, Brian said um, yeah. infamously recently. And I just can't get that out of my head. It's such a good, mm -hmm. good, uh, you know, analogy. So, I mean, it's, it's just all about helping each other out, you know, yeah. like. Uh, I even heard Will Smith say this once back in the day. He's He's got all kinds of awesome quotes from all these different interviews from different movies that he was in. And they're all on YouTube and I've got some of them saved. And one of the things was, um, you know, if, if you're by making someone else's life better, it makes mm -hmm. your life better. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and, and like what is even your purpose of, of living if you're not trying to right. make your life better, someone else's life better. Like, don't just be a selfish person that only focuses on, you know, what you got going on. And, and granted, sometimes we have a lot of yeah. uncontrollable circumstances that happen in our life and we kind of get stuck in that rut and our, our head is just, we're just buried in whatever's going on. But, you know, we have to, that's, that's why it's helpful to have other people sharing things like, Hey, yes. I went through that too. And here's a way to get out of it, or you'll get through it soon or keep yep. your head up. It's not, not as bad as you think, or, you know, there's light on the other side, like, you know, all these different things to help people get through it. But if, if we're all keeping that to ourselves, right. like, Oh, I had to get through it. They have to get through it just like I did, you know, like mm -hmm. that's just a really negative mindset and that's not going to help you either. Because if you help you help someone else then that's going to potentially help you feel better yes. about whatever you went through too you know because mm -hmm. um, the thing is that like i don't know you about you but that's why i searched the internet when I, before youtube or anything because i knew that i wasn't the only person out there that goes through these problems right and back then when you don't have the internet you, you just give up you just quit but then now when you connect with the community, whatever business or whatever you're in, mm -hmm. you connect with them. Hey, it's not too bad, you know, and then you keep pushing forward. You keep moving forward. Yeah. It's good that way. Yeah, I did. That's exactly how, when I first started and decided to go full-time lawn care from, uh, from my full-time retail management job, I was doing lawn care part-time for a year and then I just quit retail and went all in mm -hmm. for lawn care. But I did a lot of research because yeah. I wanted to be the best at, you know, I mean, I, I was just a homeowner. I mean, I, I, I've always had attention for details and always have a good work ethic and always do a good job. You know, I'm not a lazy person, but I mean, that, that doesn't mean you can just automatically right. run a lawn care business successfully or any business mm -hmm. successfully. I, I ran multiple um, other retail, you know, businesses, other companies, you know, like uh, JCPenney or Toys R Us or, you know, uh, those companies in the business, but I was way after right. I worked there. So that's just because of the economy and the way of the world right now. But, um, you know, I, I worked for, I managed other businesses. So that kind of helped me from a business standpoint, but I still had a lot to learn yeah. from a lawn care perspective and from being a homeowner. It's one thing to push mow your own lawn and right. fertilize your own lawn and grow your own grass and do all these little things and odds and ends and go to Home Depot and Lowe's right. and get your little bag of Scott's this and Scott's that. And that's a whole another level when you're right. trying to do it on a professional career 
commercial, you know, standpoint, you've got, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens and you keep growing more and more customers, mm-hmm. you know, you want to make sure you, you are doing it the right way, the most efficient way, the most profitable way and right. not mess anyone's yard up and all yeah. that stuff, the type of equipment, all that. So I just researched the heck out of anything that I needed to, you know, mm-hmm. like different types of services, prices, equipment, all the trucks, trailers, all that yep. stuff. I had some ideas in my head of what I possibly needed. But I mean, I did a ton of research. That's how I stumbled upon the YouTube community, which was in its super infancy. I mean, Mm -hmm. there was only a few guys out there at the time making YouTube content. I just kind of jumped on that bandwagon from following them. Mm -hmm. Like I created a YouTube account just so that I could like, like and comment on there and subscribe Mm -hmm. to their channels. And, you know, Within, oh, yeah. a, within a year later, I'm like, I just, I, I want to make a channel so yeah. I can interact with these guys and show what I, what all these rookie mistakes that yeah. I'm making, you know, that's why I named the channel Lawn Care Rookie so that I can just put it out there yeah. that I'm not trying to give you any kind of expert advice here. Just I'm giving a, you my experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm a lawn care rookie, man. I'm just stumbling and bumbling and doing all yeah. kinds of stuff. But every now and again, I come up with something that really works and I, you know, you, you mm-hmm. might, you might learn something, you know, so here you go, yeah. but. Oh yeah, that's how it all started for me too. Well, so the thing is that nothing's a secret anymore. You can just Google it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Nothing's a secret. Right. So you can't have that old that mentality of you know let them figure it out themselves. You know, if if I put something out there that's free, even free or not free, people will if they really want it, they're gonna they'll they'll seek us. Right. They'll seek the people that already already done it. Right. You know, and yeah. information should be there. Yeah. So. For sure. So how, how many people do you have working, um, I guess, for mm-hmm. you in total? Are they all separate? Like, do you have kind of like a nope. separate gang, a crew, so what, crew that works for the, uh, you know, the, yeah, the retail the, and then your landscape crew? The Right here in the embroidery shop, my wife works here full time and then. Um, we just hired on another gal that's going to be starting Monday full time, and we got Ashley and Emily, um, the other two gals. They're here full time as well, but when snow events come, they help me plow snow. So they're two two gals. Gotcha. Yep. They for two years, two seasons, they've been helping me plow, run, snow. plow snow. And then yep. you've got a separate crew that yep. just and then I've on got landscape. The, yeah, I got a um for the snow crew. We've got four other guys that help with the snow. And then for the landscaping, right now it's just me and Michael. We're back to just us two. Mm-hmm. But the summer will scale and hire some more summer help. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, as far as that part of the business, what, where do you see that going? Are you going to... Landscaping? Yeah. Are you going to get into anything different well, the or lands- make some adjustments there? Yeah, I'll make... The, I've always made adjustment. It's like I've got to really figure... Like I've changed so much and... Sh- change services right now we're concentrating on more of this coming year we've got landscaping projects booked already but i want to concentrate more on maintenance and mowing so that way um i can literally remove my for some reason i feel like it's easier to remove myself from maintenance Mm -hmm. and lawn care than landscaping because right. landscaping is very detailed. Is, yeah, and every job yep. is different. You know. Very detailed. Um, so, because I want to focus on this Daily Hustle brand mm-hmm. and um, just grow our embroidery shop business. I'll always be in the main, the lawn care, landscaping, and uh, but it's just where do I where where do I put myself at? Right. 
and so yeah like i said landscaping is just one of those things i'm gonna dial back on the detail work and we'll cho- pick and choose our projects okay yeah and but the try ma- and dial up the, the maintenance yes part. the maintenance part yeah because i mean we've got townhomes we take care of three three different sites here and oh we have a lot of maintenance maintenance and lawn care now oh okay that's yep. good because we used to we used to mow five days a week mm. and then i scaled down to one day yeah, that's what I thought and, the last and, I knew, yep. yeah. And then now we're back to two days mowing a week and then landscaping, you know. And is that like a the, the mowing, is that a mix of residential and commercial or is um, it just commercial? Mostly townhomes, commercial, mostly commercials. We've got maybe four four residentials. The rest is, yeah, commercials. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Uh, well, before we move on to the final segment of random questions from the pod decks, did you have anything else that you uh, wanted to add or any any, uh, any tips for anyone going into 2021? We never even really talked about 2020, how crazy <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. how, how did you actually, let's um, let's not skim over that. How, how did you, did things go for you here? And, you know, every state was different. Every part of every state was different. I mean, I think the industry as a whole saw a tremendous spike in people being home and yeah. buying stuff to do themselves and, and also hiring people to do more stuff. They had to redeposit right. their money that they couldn't travel with for vacations or whatever. And they're like, well, let's get this fixed. And let's get that patio installed. Mm-hmm. And um, ourselves included, I had a patio right. installed too. So it's like, we can't go on any vacation. So we might as well put mm-hmm. that money somewhere else, you know, yep. um, which made everyone else, made yeah. our, us, our industry busy. So mm-hmm. did you have any different effects of that? Well, in the beginning, I think uh, whenever the the COVID and stuff hit in the beginning, we shut down, you know, and, and I literally, we lost money. Yeah. Was because, it this, your state mandated? Yeah, the like state, I know Michigan state, was yep, pretty, state pretty mandated strict too. Two weeks. I think it was two weeks. But then um, we had customers, thousands of dollars, uh, just called up and said, we need to scale back our um, our projects or cancel so we got a lot of cancellations and projects just dialing back not spending much money on it mm-hmm. and so we were looking forward for that money right yeah. coming season next thing you know it's taken away and we, literally we i was it, it really scared me where the business was going to go but um, after the they lifted the restrictions Next thing you know, your phone, our phone rang. Yeah, everything that we lost, we made up, even more. Yeah, and it just it just suddenly got busy. It was like pent up, you know, energy and aggression. It's like we got to get this done. Then boom, it's like hey, let's get it done. Yeah, done. So then people started spending money, and we had a great year, twenty twenty, for the landscaping. You know. Yeah, especially considering being mm -hmm. closed. Yeah, being closed for however many weeks. mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so the embroidery shop, we lost money. Three months, we lost money in here. This this took a hit just because because um, people weren't supposed to be coming in here. No, or pe- they didn't, the they, thing people is that staying in our house because they were all scared. Sports shut down, yeah. so the local sports and events and stuff that There's get nothing shirts, to nothing made. to be made. And then next, um, the contractors. Some we had a lot of contractors and stuff that did business shirts and hats. Well, they weren't sure either where their business was going, so money wasn't getting spent on their mm. uniforms are clothing. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, we got we took a hit there and but then 
it just it made itself up during the season. So so that part picked up again yeah. too. Yeah, were able to and start selling up, more start, more yep. hustle. Yep, a brand merchandise and yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Was there any lessons learned from that? I mean, that's one of those uncontrollable oh, black swan events that people talk about. That the, less, like, the, the, heck <laughs> the lesson is that if if you can get through what we went through this or the, in the beginning of the season, it, business is nothing compared to what it was then. You know, yeah, you, you can move past it. Yeah, figure it away. You know, you might not make money for three months, but you fake once once the the thing is that the opportunity when somebody strips your tells you you can't work that's not that like they lock it down and everything and you can't work literally can't work they take that freedom and stuff away from you you can't do nothing about it but yeah. the minute that they give you the if you can work we took that chance and we're not we're not going to let like sit around yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got out there immediately mm -hmm. and got Take after it. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you guys bounced back for from that. It was definitely a yeah. challenging year for a lot of folks um, in a lot of different mm -hmm. ways. So, um, yeah. but yeah, good good to hear. And, and uh, you, you have big plans for 2021, right? To just keep oh, yeah, hitting, we're the just gonna running, hitting the ground running. Hitting the ground running, scaling. We're, um, you know, parts that we're good at and the parts that we aren't going to, we're not good at, we're just going to let that go. We're not even going to focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. So we know what works. So why not put your energy in what works? Yeah. I, I've heard that so many times. Like mm -hmm. why focus on what you're bad at when you yeah. should put all your energy in what you're good at, make it even better. Better. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you can make improvements in what you're bad at, but one, you're just kind of. You don't being, like it. Yeah, yeah. You don't like it. You're getting in a negative mindset, getting frustrated with yourself. And it's really just wasting a lot more energy yes. that you could be spending on making something yes. good, even better, you know, mm -hmm. or good, great. So I've heard a lot yeah. of analogies for that too. So great, yeah. great, good um, final words there for sure. Let's uh, dive into these pod decks here. Let me shuffle the cards. All right. These are crispy. <laughs> that always makes everybody laugh. It takes a lot of practice to shuffle that good. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds good too, yeah, the same. it's huh? crispy. All right, so you go ahead and read it, unless it's a bad one. Uh, <laughs> what's the favorite thing you've bought this year? Oh, there you go. What's the favorite thing I've bought this year? I'd have to say my uh, tailgate, or not my tailgate, my V-Box on my salt spreader. Mm. Oh, yeah, that you're showing me that, think, yeah. You know, time it, saver. Yeah, it sits in not, the truck bed of your, yep. and then you can put bulk salt bulk in there salt, instead of yep. having the regular... Um, hitch yeah. tailgate thing tailgate. where you got to put bags because yeah. it's smaller. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think that's the best thing I've bought this year. Yeah. Well, I told myself I wasn't going to buy anything, any more equipment. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but that was a game changer, though, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I think you pretty much have everything now, right? I don't know. <laughs> Something will pop up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Let's try another one. What is something you like the most? You like that most people don't. Oh, something that you like, like but other yeah. people, someone else doesn't. These are stumpers, man. Wow. <laughs> something that like most people don't. I don't know what most people don't like. Well, it could be like, and just in your life, you know, like your friends, family or something like, you know, like, like, 
like you like, you know, I love horror movies and everyone else, no one else does. So I got to sit in my room and watch them by myself and everyone goes to bed. Something like that. Yeah. My wife hates me. I'll share. This is one thing that people probably don't know that I like that. This is my first time sharing on this podcast here. <laughs> we we always come out. We always find the good stuff here on the LCR Media Podcast. For some reason, there's a channel I watch, right? People eating. Just just literally sitting eating. Eating. Just different Eat, types of food. Yeah, just different type of food. And every time the video pops, I'm subscribed to that. Yeah. Right? Every time that video pops or like they have new videos, I would watch it. And Amy goes, why are you watching people eat? It's ma- they're making like, sla- like they're smacking their mouth. And this. <laughs> yeah, they're making all kinds of noises and sounds. I think that's the point of the video, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> they have the mic real yes, close. They put that mic they real close. Put the- <laughs> <laughs> and I watch that, and uh, Amy goes, "Why do you like that?" I go, "I don't know why I like it. It just sounds good. It's yeah. mesmerizing." <laughs> so that's what I like. Does that does it drive her crazy? Yeah, or does she just think crazy. it's just like why are you it, even watching? No, yeah, that? She, she's like, "There's nothing in from." Like information. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, some people have like a, like, I don't know if it's a, called a phobia or what, but like it's, there's a, a thing, like a term for, for people, like they're extra sensitive to yeah. those kind of sounds so and it drives them, them crazy, <laughs> you know? So like, I guess you're the opposite of that where like that channel yeah. probably is for both. It's to drive people crazy <laughs> and for people that just really, really right. get a kick out of that. My, my daughter sent me a, a, Instagram story of someone that she follows all kinds of dog accounts because mm-hmm. she loves dogs. And there's one account where they had this little mic, like what you're talking about, like connected to their phone probably. And they, they had it right up to their dog's mouth and they yeah. were giving them everything crunchy, like a carrot, you can hear it. a brock, you know, broccoli. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's like, and the girl, the person on Instagram was like, you know, I norm this stuff normally drives me crazy when a human would do it. Yeah. But like, it's, I could just fall asleep to this, yeah. you know, with my dog. Yeah. doing it. <laughs> And it was it kind of mesmerizing. You know, here's some cauliflower. Here's oh, right. drop the broccoli. Here's another carrot. <laughs> Just crunching but away. I don't know if you you have trouble sleeping, but I do. I have trouble sleeping. I don't know if I have trouble sleeping or have trouble going like going, going to, bed. to sleep. Yeah. Going to sleep. Going to bed. So you listen to, so then I to listen, people I go chewing to, on. <laughs> I go I go on YouTube, right? Yeah. And you you believe it that there's people that post um, rain sound or thunderstorm, and they're like hours long, right? So I would just leave my phone and go on that YouTube channel and just hit that. And all it is is just sound of thunder and rain. I can sleep. <laughs> Amy yeah. comes in the room like it's raining. Yeah. yeah. But that that's actually common though. I've heard that a lot. A lot of people like, they're, you know, yeah. back in the CD days, you know, yeah. with CDs, like there'd be like, you know, you'd see like a little end cap on right. these random stores and, and you'd have like all these different types sounds. of sounds right. for people to like sleep, you know, uh, like waterfall, yeah. running water, thunder and lightning, mm-hmm. um, yeah. birds, right. right? birds chirping, wind, mm-hmm. you know, like in the trees, yeah. like there's a lot of various common things like that that are just yeah. like something you, you don't even really hear them every day but yeah. when you do it's like oh that's peaceful you sleep, yeah <laughs> go to sleep easy for yeah. me when people are like oh you don't want to you know ha- it makes me have to go to the bathroom or something <laughs> you're running water you got to wake up and go to the bathroom middle of the night so everybody's different but uh, that yeah. that that's a common thing that that one there <laughs> <laughs> um let's try one more If you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what do you think it would be? That's wow. interesting, yeah. A person or a thing. 
Yeah. So like, if you're like, you know, I would want to be this stapler. <laughs> I would want to be my V plow. Cause that thing gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. You know, I'd be a bird. I'd be a bird. Okay. Cause that, like it's, it seems like the bird can just fly anywhere. Yeah, and just go places. They're that, free. They're free. Yeah, you can, if you wanted to leave, um, like the like the birds here, they go down south when it's cold. Yeah, you know, and they just go. No restriction. Yeah, I'd be, a, I'd be a bird. That's a good one, man. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you playing along, and I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to make this sit down and make this podcast i know you're 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 busy uh it doesn't oh, yeah, seem no, still hasn't snowed nothing, yet no snow, nothing <laughs> so everybody's just kind of chilling out i guess yeah. waiting to see what's going on but yeah but uh but again i appreciate it and it's always fun catching up with you and yeah. hopefully you know we'll start getting back to some live events and we'll mm -hmm. you know we'll see each other again down the road um and Definitely. maybe some more warmer climates right <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks well you have a good uh you continue having a good start to the 2020 season. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks. Hey, guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one -on -one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.